Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Hello, and welcome to Shark Buggy, and the episode that was, then wasn't, but hopefully is again, as we re-release number 13. Unbeknownst to us at the time, our chosen date of 12-11-21 is a palindrome. And then I thought, what else could I find out about these digits? So, 12-11-21 is the asteroid number for 1999 HJ3, discovered by R.A. Tucker from Goodrich Piggott Observatory in Tucson, Arizona in 1999. In seconds, 12-11-21 is equal to one day, nine hours, 38 minutes, and 41 seconds, and if you were to count from 1 to 121,121, it would take you around 9 hours. Anyway, back to episode 13, and yes, it just disappeared. I have a few memories of what we said, and what about Howard? Does he remember the hoo-ha? I do. I remember that we thought we must have said something controversial in it, and that was the reason why it had been edited out of existence but then we've tried since then to say even more controversial things and we've not got those removed have we so i don't know now no. why it would be that particular one so whatever happened to episode 13 we don't know so we're going to re-release it so uh this is episode 13 and uh, hopefully you'll have it for a bit longer than the original one Shack Shatbaggly. Shatbaggly. Hello and welcome to Shatbaggly. As always, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Just look for Shatbaggly Podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch, our email is podcast at theshatbaggly.co.uk. This is the 13th episode, so other things with the number 13. Stripes on the American flag one for each of the original colonies, pounds in weight loss on average during childbirth, and recorded accidents in the home in the UK in 1997 involving draft excluders. Following on from last week's episode where we were chatting about asparagus, I was able to confirm with Howard that the vegetable can indeed grow 10 inches in one day. That's amazing. I don't know anything that, that grows as quickly as that. Do you? <laughs> 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 Why did I say that? <laughs> I was just trying to sound <laughs> interested and now I've put my foot in it. I'm sorry. Maybe not in soil age. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I do like an asparagus. I think it's lovely. It is a real treat at this time of year to be able to have some, some lovely asparagus, fresh asparagus. Yeah. There's a piece in one of the newspapers this week, the best wines to pair with British asparagus. Oh, nice. Well, apparently, it's a question we should all be asking. Which wine to match with it? It's, it's arising everywhere, it says. Some consider this a thorny issue by some, who put asparagus in the category of difficult food with wine, alongside artichokes, pickles, smoked mackerel, and so on. You mentioned about mackerel. Hmm. I had a dream. Why do I Not another dream. Dreams? Yeah, about Mary Berry again. We're there in this market. She said, uh, I'm going to give you some money. <laughs> Not that that sounds anything like <laughs> Mary Berry. 
But she said, I'm going to give you some money, but do feel free to, to get something yourself with it. And I thought that was really kind of her. But she wanted some new potatoes and some mackerel. Do you know, it says if you, if you see or eat mackerel in your dream, you signify your quickness in confronting some suppressed emotions. Do you have a suppressed emotion? I must have a suppressed a suppressed emotion, and and Mary Berry is trying to uh, encourage me to deal with that. It also says and a pan of new potatoes at the same time. Dreams about mackerel fish may forebode exhilaration, adulation, and coalition. Well, back to your um, being an influencer. No influence. Yeah. Influencer. Influencer. <laughs> I've got influenza because I've been shaving away too much of my natural protection. Uh, uh, yeah, there's apparently all sorts of dreaming with mackerel fish. Who knew? Yeah, oh, it can wow. also imply the new start on the horizon. Oh, that's nice. The most important takeaway from this dream, Howard, is is that a fish is a natural animal and is connected to our own emotions. When I, when I was um, on the programme, the first Merry Very Dream I had, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, about how she was having a, a mug of hot milk and she wanted some nutmeg to grate into her hot milk. And I was wandering around the garden uh, outside the tent trying to find a nutmeg tree. And I still don't know what a nutmeg tree <laughs> looks like, but... The idea of, of being able to come across the nutmeg tree in order to grate a bit into Mary's hot milk. Tip yeah. funny, the things you think about. Luminec. <laughs> Are you still doing your courses? Private millionaire. Not a private millionaire, just a private class doing millionaire show. Right? That wouldn't have worked, would it, with Tina Turner singing about a private millionaire as opposed to a private dancer? <laughs> she was fabulous. Did you ever see her live? No, did oh, you? I did. The first time oh, wow. she did um she did a farewell tour and I missed it. And then bless her, she must have heard that because then <laughs> she did she did another one. And I managed to get tickets and I treated myself, Glyn, hubby and sister, and we went and it was the most magical. I seem to think when we went, went to Manchester and she was seventy yeah. then. And the energy yeah. from that woman was just phenomenal. And her music, oh I loved it. In a tuna <laughs> wouldn't have been the same would it private millionaires what's it i was going to say to you we we must say hello to our listeners not just in the uk but also in america and canada and germany yeah germany as well wow so um good morgen is if it? it's in the morning yeah i think guten tag just means good day so I think you can use that. I don't know if there is a good afternoon. I'm sure people in Germany do have good afternoons, but I don't know whether there's a phrase for it. Hello is hello, and it's the most common verbal greeting used in Germany. Hello. 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 Guten Tag is good day. In the South, some people may say Grugod, translates as greet God. In formal situations, one should address another person with their title and last name. So Herr is for men. And Frau is Mrs. I often get uh, mistook for a, a German on holiday, a German lady on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what a specific one, or just generally? Because my mum used to, my mum used to get in town. She would often get mistaken for for this woman who used to work in the police. And uh, this other woman would come up to her and start a conversation about how they used to work together in the police 
and my mum said I'm sorry you know you've got the wrong person and then after a while she just sort of gave in and and, and nodded and went along with this conversation <laughs> because it happened too frequently <laughs> so she pretended that she actually was this woman who used to work in the police <laughs> I had a, a very strange uh, encounter several years ago in Cyprus and Glyn had gone I think he'd gone away I think he had a meeting at uh, the college or something doing some radio training he left me by the by the beach and I was just enjoying myself by the hotel and there was a group of Russians Russian ladies and there was this one little Russian lady who obviously wanted to try out her English on me so I was in the the sea and this lady was bobbing up next door and you, you sort of smile don't you acknowledge and then she goes uh, English so she didn't mistake me for a German at that time yes English and then she tried a, uh, a few words and I remember saying to me oh uh, are you on your own no no and I I just I don't know why but I pointed to my wedding ring and and said no no with my wedding ring and she went ah prostitute Imagine I was horrified. This word that she came, I and mean, that's the one thing she could blinking come out with. I'm going, no, no, no. So I, to this day, I don't know what that means. So whether it's on a different finger, but yeah, I was pointing to my wedding ring. No, no, no. Oh, prostitute. <laughs> I did a, did a couple of WI talks. Did a lovely group the other day, actually. It's one of the problems with Zoom. Sometimes you think. You know, they could be literally five miles down the road. Other times you think, I don't know actually where where that is. And I have to have a look uh, afterwards. And I also worry as well, because you, you and I know that when we've done demos, occasionally my northern accent feels like it needs subtitles, <laughs> particularly if we've done somewhere posh. You know, when I tell stories about scones and scones and things like that, I, I, I try and do cover all bases. I'm not really, really very good at doing raspberries and caster sugar. And... Do you start though with, please may I just um, inquire, are you a scone or a scone? Is that what you do first of all? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just sort of weigh them up. I just sort what, of What, your scones? Uh, you know, <laughs> if I, I, I kind of sneak in and uh, what you'll see is that they're all being kind of invited into the meeting and they'll say you know hello mary hello hello sue are you, are you all right and and they're all chatting and you can sort of judge then by the kind of accents whether i'm in for a scone or a scone or a but you're a scone aren't you? i'm a scone I'm a scone, but I did feel obliged when I did bake off to, to say scone because both Paul and Mary say scone, you know, so maybe I ought to say scone. I'm glad you mentioned WI because something I found rooting about the other day, there was a women's institute, tips and tools from the WI, uh, simple solutions, and I'll show you the picture and you'll sort of see the, the era we're talking about. <laughs> Would you, like to, would you like to describe the cover that you can see? <laughs> I would say that's kind of late 50s, possibly edging into the 1960s. She's got like a, a, a sort of a print dress and a, a jaunty hat by the look of it. I don't know, for some reason, she looks as if she's got a pink halo as well. <laughs> 
So she's the, <laughs> she's an angelic housewife of the of the nineteen fifties. But have you seen she's got gloves on, white gloves, <laughs> and she has got a white hat on. And I would have used the word jaunty as well. But look how happy she is. Get all these adverts, don't you? Of of I don't know somebody selling washing powder or putting washing on a line, and everybody looks yeah. so happy about doing these things. Well, I think up until until recently certainly i think i think now there's a little bit more cynicism kind of creeping in and a bit more reality into adverts but you're absolutely right at one one time people women in particular were absolutely thrilled to be cleaning the floor or something i mean the shaken back woman when she was (laughs) she was absolutely She, she must have burnt so many calories off with a nervous energy that she was so happy doing her yeah. carpets. In this Simple Solutions, Howard, it's only small and the WIs from all over the country, I guess, submitting their ideas for Simple Solutions. So yeah. mix together two to three large carrots, Howard, boiled or steamed then mashed, plus two tablespoons of honey. Where's that going? Well, it sounds as if it's going on your face. It is going on your face. You leave for 10 minutes and rinse off with cool water. Grated potato. What are we going to do with that? Grated potato. That sounds... I wouldn't be putting... I don't think that's going on your face. Would you put it on your feet? Would you you tread in some grated potato? (laughs) That's a whole different solution. No, grated potato can lighten and clear dark under eye circles. Bananas. Anti-wrinkle treatment. And what do you think... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yogurt and a beaten egg would be used for Howard. I'm going to love this answer. Yogurt and a beaten egg. Yeah. I know sometimes people used to use egg white to kind of tighten the skin. Oh. But yogurt and a, a mm. beaten egg. Are, are we putting this on our face? As no, well? no. Oh. You're, all, you're also mixing one teaspoon of vitamin E oil with it as well. So it's one tablespoon of yogurt and a beaten egg plus some vitamin E oil. We are massaging this mixture into something and you're going to leave it for at least 20 minutes. And where, where is it going? <laughs> well, I tried to think. The firmer bosoms. And have you tried it? <laughs> I know that's a very personal question. But... <laughs> Do you know, I, you can understand though, if, if people, were, if these WI members were, were kind of turning up, smelling of slightly off dairy products and, and fruit, uh, they, that's why they, they decided to start making jam. It's just, it, it's a better use of produce, isn't it, I So um, I wonder when we took our gloves off. It's a bit like those in Wales, isn't it, when they managed to take the cagoules off at the age of 13 or something like that. So when did you take your gloves off, us girls? So well, um, what else What else have you been up to then this week? Several weeks ago, we were having a discussion about my mum refusing to not refusing but just not feeling comfortable buying me some kitchen knives so I bought them myself so she was still looking or not looking but asking about a birthday present and I I said do you know what I could do with is some new trainers some new running shoes so I had to look at my old ones for the size and what have you when I had my previous lot of, of running shoes, I went into city centre and bought them in a shop, a proper shop. And, uh, oh my goodness, they put you on a treadmill. 
and it's like had it on a little bit too fast for me and i'm trying because they're watching how you run oh. to see whether you run with with your legs in or out or whatever mm-hmm. and you're thinking i wish you'd just slow this down a bit so i thought well this time uh, i know roughly what kind of running shoes i want but i should buy them online then i don't have the embarrassment of having to try and keep up <laughs> on a treadmill so i went on on this website same same brand of um, of shoes that I'd, I'd already got oh my goodness it tells you to take your, your shoes off and then walk up and down for for a while in bare feet mm-hmm. and look at your feet to see whether they're going in in or out or straightforward well mine have a tendency to go in a little bit so you put this in and then you have to do squats with your with your hands between your knees and you see whether the pressure increases and all all of this information you have you're having to put it in but the, the strangest one was stand on one leg and do you feel wobbly well i'm sorry but i think at my age i think most people do don't they i wouldn't have thought that's going to have a major impact on which shoes i need how bizarre but you're right about yeah. the standing on one leg isn't it over is it over 50s you stand for 10 can you stand for 10 seconds on one leg Oh, don't know. I'll have to have a look. By the way, ladies, when did women stop wearing gloves? 1967. They didn't wear them anymore. In fashion pictures, they carried them. Standing Isn't on that interesting that it's such a specific day? Because the Queen, I think, still wears gloves, doesn't oh, she? Yes. Or, or certainly a lot of the time, yeah. yeah. Well, you would, because yeah. she has to shake so many hands. Didn't, well, she used to shake so many hands. I don't know what's going to happen now. Yeah. Standing on one leg with your eyes closed. If you want to try this test, you will need to get a friend with a watch or a mobile phone with a stopwatch. Start off by taking off your shoes. Now put your hands on your hips and stand on one leg. When you're ready, close your eyes. The test is over as soon as you shift your planted foot or when you have to put your raised foot down on the ground to stop yourself falling over. If you're over 40, you're unlikely to last more than 10 seconds and take an average of three attempts, Howard. I must admit, the the instructions for choosing my new set of running shoes didn't say I had to close my eyes whilst I stood on one leg. But I did discover that I felt more comfortable standing on one leg than I did on the other one. I'm I'm more secure on my left leg than I am on my right leg. So I don't know what that shows. That's your lead leg. We've all got a strong leg. It's your lead leg. a lead leg. Yeah. You're probably fine if you thought about it. That's the one you go up steps with first. People under 40 with eyes open average 45 seconds, with eyes closed 15 seconds. Aged 40 to 49, eyes open 42 seconds, eyes closed 13 seconds. 50 to 59, with eye, you've only got one week left, with eyes open average 41 seconds, eyes closed 8 seconds. 60 to 69, eyes open 32 seconds, eyes closed 4 seconds. And if you're between 70 to 79 with eyes open, you average 22 seconds, eyes closed 3 seconds. Would well, you want to have a go That's if I time strange. you? So if if I I t- my... it now, yeah. yes. So I've got and, to and stop then next, next week, see if it's reduced in half as <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> so Howard is standing up and you're going to pick a pick your favourite leg. I don't think there's anything that... Um... My favourite leg? I don't, I, don't, I don't want to make the other one feel that it's unwanted. So how do I know you're going to shut your eyes? Oh, do you want me to shut my eyes? Yeah, because that's the whole thing. So when you're comfy... Well, I've been, I've, wait a minute. I've been stood on one leg now for about 
30 seconds, and now I've got to shut my eyes. Right, I'm shutting my eyes. Oh! <laughs> right, try again. What a... Try, because I didn't get it. I've got to know. So you tell me when you're going to shut your eyes. So lift your leg up now. I'm going to try the other one. Right, close your right. eyes now. <laughs> oh, that wasn't right. bad. About four seconds. Was it? Hmm. And that was the leg I felt less confident on. But, oh, uh, Howard, you should have... This had... is groundbreaking. <laughs> now, <laughs> next week... You could have you could have averaged four seconds. This week you should have averaged eight. Yes, but it said I could have the best out of three or something, didn't it? Or have I just made that up? <laughs> no, it was the best of three. But let's not worry. I don't want you doing yourself a mischief. Happy birthday to Howard, who turned the big six zero this week. He still only managed four seconds. Maybe you should have had his new trainers on, eh? If matching asparagus with wine, apparently stay away from tannic reds or oaky whites and go for something citrusy herbal and unoaked. And if you are tempted to firm at your bosom area, the WI recommend wearing an old bra whilst you wait for the 20 minutes. That's it then for another week. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Now where did I put that grated potato?